0: Everyone, welcome, and thank you for tuning in for this episode of Animation and Chill, or as I call it during this spooky season, Animation and Chills. I am your host, Mara, and today I am going to be talking about the 2018 Direct video sequel Scooby Doo and the Dormane Ghost. So this film premiered on July 22nd, 2018 at the San Diego Comic Con. It would be later released on September 11th, 2018 on DVD. This is the 28th direct-to-video Scooby-Doo movie and it is about the game visiting Fred's uncle Bobby Flay at his culinary resort in Rhode Island. And unfortunately, shenanigans start once a red ghost starts terrorizing them. And I will say, although I am a Scooby-Doo fan, around 2006 or 2007, I stopped keeping track of all the direct-to-video movies. I mean, if it was something where, they, you know, it was on TV, I would be like, oh, I'll check it out. But, like, beyond that, I wouldn't actively see them. And what caught my attention about this movie initially um, was not only the inclusion of Bobby Flay, which was kind of weird in itself for me, was the fact that he was also Fred's uncle in the movie, and it just makes me think that, you know, now Bobby Flay is a canonical character in the Scooby-Doo extended universe. It's like, okay, and I know maybe some of you might be thinking, like, okay, this is, like, a series where there's, like, a you know, teenage sleuths, young adult sleuths, like, with a talking dog, like, this, this is what, you know, breaks the barrier on what is weird, and, and I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah, this is kind of weird, because it's so random, like, I mean, it's so a celebrity chef and i i feel like although like that is not to say that i could not see this working with another like renowned chef like i wonder if they attempted to get gordon ramsey at first but they couldn't for whatever reason or i even feel like someone like guy fieri is a little more appropriate for scooby doo universe but either way um you know flay seems to be a good sport in the film um he does a decent job behind the mic and you know it just um you know it's not it's not terrible but he's definitely serviceable in the film Additionally, I feel that it is kinda weird that Fred was chosen to be the relative of Bobby Flay. I mean I'm not sure if it was something that was requested. I just feel like it'd be more appropriate if Shaddy was his relative just because he's more food centered and obviously I'm not trying to say like, you know, like oh just because he's food centered doesn't mean like, you know, Fred can't be related. It just I don't it just didn't really seem to click for me personally. And another thing about Bobby Flay is that, granted, I don't know that much about him uh, beyond his, you know, culinary prowess. I know, like, he is Kane on the Food Network, but when I saw this movie, like, there's this cat on his shoulder, and I'm just like, that's, I'm like, just, do what's up with the cat? And then, like i later researched and found out that not only um does the cat the cat is based and named after his real life cat nacho and again i don't know if this was requested or if this was just written in but i just thought it was very sweet that they did that additionally G- uh, giada Jada i apologize if i butchered her name but her pet Um, Bella is also featured in a film which is, uh, you know, named and based after her real-life cat, which I thought, again, was also sweet. And I would say apart from, you know, the Jane and Bobby and Jada, none of the other characters really stand out to me except for Skip Taylor, which I know kind of, who he is voiced by Dana Snyder, and I think it's solely just a performance, like, uh, Snyder always kills it, like, you know, and this is another performance of his that I enjoy. And for those who know, Snyder will recognize him as the voice of Master Shake on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And then we have the... The movie's villain the red ghost and honestly I feel like he is one of the least memorable scooby-doo villains just nothing about him stands out and the only thing that you know I thought was appealing was uh Jim cummings performance you can never go wrong with Jim Cummings I will say and as far as the story goes I thought kind of bland average I felt like not you know just nothing really enticing happened they did try to have a state where um, the original owner of the Roddy Harbor Inn which is uh, Fred and Bobby Flay's descendant chef Edward Duflay who was apparently the original uh celebrity chef um that may or may not have been a spy for the British. And I feel like this plot element was kind of meh because it doesn't really amount to anything or hold any bait stays. They try to play it off like it is, like it's going kind of jeopardized the future of this resort. But in reality, the majority of foodies are not good at hair if some famous chef's descendant was a spy for the British. or Nor would it impact their top culinary destination. I would say overall that uh, the movie was better than what I expected. I, for years, had avoided it just because I know, like I said, people Paper probably like, you've really thought that this was too much for a movie or too silly and I just was like, I don't see how this is going to be good. But when I finally watched it, I was pleasantly surprised and beyond the things that I initially listed as positives. I also liked the time-lapse intro uh, from, you know, the the inn from its pre-revolutionary war days leading up to present day, and I thought the animation, you know, I, I feel like the animation always, you know, at least for the Scooby-Doo direct-to-video movies, always looks above average and crisp. I will say though that I would be interested if they you know did other crossovers with food network or you know just culinary um chef chefs such as like gordon ramsay carla hall or um guy fieri like sort of like the wwe crossovers with like into flintstones and whatnot like i know i kind of like to see him but i don't know let's see Okay, and that brings the conclusion to this episode. It was short and sweet, and I appreciate you folks following along. Please join me next Wednesday as I cover my next topic. So before I sign off, I want to say thank you. I hope you stay safe, stay well, and during the spooky season, have a good fright.